I'm Agent Phil Coulson with the Strategic Homeland Intervention Enforcement and Logistics Division. That's quite a mouthful. I know. We're working on it. The Battle of New York was the end of the world. This is the new world. I am a soldier's angel through the eyes of a soldier through the... What were you after? The truth. World peace. I'm a soldier's angel. You've got a hundred men at your disposal. And now... A hand-picked team. In a war of words between and yes, they're that good. No one walks away from this battle. Hey guys, welcome to the latest episode of the Kardashian cast. I'm Kevin Chaos, and joining me as always is the one, the only, the cute, the cuddly, Kevin Craven Urquhart. How you doing, Kevin? I'm just so happy to be here, as always. You know, I mean, this is our chance every week to talk about our favorite show and our favorite family, the Kardashians. Aren't they just so cool? I, I... I, I want to be a Kardashian, Andy, or Kevin. <laughs> I, I want to be a Kardashian. Don't, don't you want to be a Kardashian? Just so badly. Yeah, I mean, there's they do so many cool things and get to meet so many cool people. And then, you know, uh, you know, they're so cool that Kanye even decided to join them. Kanye Kardashian. Yes. So, so I, I guess we should get right into this week's episode and talk about the elephant in the banana hammock. And there's just no way around it. We have to talk about Caitlyn's first bikini wax. Oh, my God. It was so cool. I, 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 you know, I, I, there was just... Do you think that the, the timing for this was right? Do you think? Well, I mean, do you think Caitlyn was prepared for it? it? Do is there? Do you think uh, the world was ready for it, for that matter? No one was ready for it. It blew our minds. I I feel bad for that poor uh, Asian refugee that had to apply the wax. Did you Did you see how her eyes just kind of bulged right out of her head? <laughs> <laughs> she, she certainly got an eyeful. If she was working mm-hmm. in the massage parlor, she'd probably get a mouthful too. Oh! <laughs> and, and then, uh, then they decided that uh, what was it? Kim wanted a Mini Cooper, but she could only get one ass cheek in. I mean, Mini Mini Cooper. I, I mean, I what it what. What was she thinking? She went with style over substance again. Well, you know, I, they they took the Kardashian way, which I know you and I subscribe to, which is money can mm-hmm. fix anything. Mm-hmm. And they just bought her two Mini Coopers, one for the left cheek and one for the right. I thought yeah, that was... Just... Go ahead. And they stuck them together. I... I, I 
it's just it's just Kardashian ingenuity at its best. And that's what we love so much about them all. You know, I I think I know where they go next season. I mean, you know, we we've had Bruce become Caitlyn. Mm-hmm. I think I think Mom becomes Dad next season. Uh, it's it's got to happen. I think she already has a dick. <laughs> Do you think they'll ever get to Mars? I think they're going to go to Mars next season as well. And, and jump a shark? Yeah. Right over Mars. So, so, sort of like this show, which is probably jumping the shark right now. <laughs> April Fools! <laughs> Hello, Hellers! Welcome to a live Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. cast. <laughs> <laughs> I've been working on that all day, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Sadly, we're not here to report on the the life and times of the Kardashians. Because no one cares about that. You know, if they were on fire, I wouldn't even piss on them. (laughs) I might piss on them just to say, I pissed on the Kardashians. (laughs) So, how you doing, Andy? I'm doing well, yeah. I'm Chip. He's Andy. This is this is Agents of Shield cast, and we've jumped the shark tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's April Fool's Day. We had to do it, something. We we had to. I was like, shit, we're doing a live show. Shit, it's April Fools. Shit, we gotta do something. So, we we changed the theme music, and then we just changed the show. I guess we should have probably used the Kardashian theme maybe instead. But when it when, when else are we going to be able to use that theme? No. <laughs> you know, I and I, I'm being vague because my mom my wife's in the other room and she she's probably wondering what theme music we're going to use and we're I'm going to make her listen to find out what it is. Okay. <laughs> Cuz she goes what well, cuz I told her I said, "Oh yeah, we have some something a couple things planned tonight." And she can hear all of this, at least my side so she knows what we've done now so <laughs> so but she doesn't know what the theme music is nope nope she does not so uh so andy you know there's news out there but i don't know if i could believe any of it right now no um you know <laughs> you know there, there's iron man, the, the uh, iron man's on team cap iron man's on team <laughs> cap now yeah that's, that's what I held. <laughs> uh, I, I heard the Avengers Justice League crossover movie is happening. Mm, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so we're not believing anything right now. And, and even if we reported on any news, I don't think anyone would believe us. Uh, you know, uh, like here, here's something. Uh, I, I mean, is there a new Mutants movie coming? Yeah, I believe there is, because I have heard of this before this, but um, they, they, they supposedly announced some casting today of, like, uh, Maisie Williams from Game of Thrones and some other girls playing as... Uh, yeah. I, I can't even remember what... Anya Taylor-Joy as Magic. Yeah. And uh, Maisie Williams is playing... I can't remember the character's name now. But 
it's April Fool's Day, so these could be legit or these could be yeah, I, not legit. I am not believing anything I see on the interwebs today. No, no. And I mean, it used to be like uh, I remember like we used to do it always at school when I was when I was growing up. You would have April Fools would always be in the morning mm-hmm. after twelve o'clock. No more April Fools are allowed. But this is the internet, and it's twelve o'clock somewhere. So or it's before twelve o'clock somewhere. Maybe not anymore, but but so the jokes go all day. Oh yeah. So, so anything, yeah, I, anything I we see for news. Yeah, I'm not believing any of it. Hey, there is one thing that I picked up on yesterday. I think it was yesterday or the day before. Um, Eagle Moss, which is a company that makes like collectible figurines, are doing a line of uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe figures. Okay. So I, I don't know if you if you ever saw these before, but they did like a Marvel line before. It's basically like like. Uh, I think it was a monthly magazine before, where every month you would get one magazine and one figure. Mm-hmm. Okay. And and you you were to collect the whole set. There was hundreds and hundreds of them. Um, well, maybe not hundreds and hundreds, but there was like over a hundred of them. And uh, <laughs> they're like quite nice figurines and all hand painted and all that. But these uh, they're bringing out a new line that's all based on uh, MCU characters, which is quite cool. Yeah. But this one's a two. This one's out every two weeks. Which I think is a bit too much because it it's uh, like there's introductory prices for the first couple of issues, mm. and then the reg- regular issue price over here is thirteen pounds ninety nine pence. So, so that's like what, twenty bucks here. Twenty bucks, but that's every two weeks. So you're talking yeah. forty bucks a month, two figures a month. Right. I, I think that's I think that's too much to spend for me. I don't think the wife would let me do that. Yeah. Um... I, I know my wife wouldn't. Um, I you know I already do I already do loot crate uh, once a month, which comes once a month, and I've upgraded that to get the 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 wearable every month, which is usually like a hoodie or a cool T shirt or something. In fact, yeah. this month is it's a long sleeve Civil War T shirt, mm-hmm. uh, nice. which which looks all I mean it looks all right. I mean, it, but uh, yeah. You know, so th- I mean, that's probably costing me about forty a month as it is, and then uh, every other month I get the the Marvel uh, loot crate. Mm. So it's like, yeah, I'm not doing another one. No, and I mean, this isn't even a loot crate. It's just like you get a figure in a magazine. Oh, it also came with like a knitted cap, and one side's mm-hmm. Daredevil, one side's red and Daredevil, and the other side's black and the Punisher. Oh, I saw that. Such a cool hat. It, it that, is that. a cool hat. Actually, hang <laughs> yeah. on. Let me give me two seconds. <laughs> Chip, you realize we realize we can't see you. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. No, no. I just I I, I had the loot crate handy. Um, you also get a, I guess it's a dorb, uh, Alien versus Predator dorb. Oh, another T-shirt. Oh, yeah, a Star Trek Mirror Mirror T-shirt. Okay. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's going in the B-Team prize vault. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a Harley Quinn comic. Mm-hmm. Um, a, your 
and your usual loot crate pin. And I think I mentioned this the other day, the Batman v Superman Mighty Wallet. Oh, yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah. So, so it was a pretty cool loot crate this month, other than the lame Star Trek t-shirt. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I, I did uh, I did do one Marvel thing this week that I wanted to mention. Mm. I finally finished uh, Disney Infinity 2. Oh, really? I didn't even know you started <laughs> it. Uh, yeah, well, like the Avengers mm. uh, playset. Oh, okay. Uh, it wasn't... I didn't think it was very good. It was alright. Like, <laughs> it was. All, I like, mean, it was better than the first uh, years. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. It's, but, I mean, it's just go here, kill Pretty so much. many Frost Giants, come back, go here, yeah. kill this many Frost Giants. And then eventually, it's like, okay, there's a giant Frost Giant, kill it. Okay. <laughs> that, that last Frost Giant was a pain in the ass. Do you know, I discovered that you could totally game its system by just flying. Yeah. <laughs> you just fly, and then when he slams his hand down, land, oh. attack his hand. That's it. Because <laughs> oh, he cannot, he can't hit you when you're flying at all. <laughs> Which is is a bit silly because I mean even in the starter pack you get two flying characters. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. But it was it, it was okay. It's always fun to play as as a as Marvel characters. Yeah, I mean it's decent. I haven't I haven't bro- broken into battlegrounds yet. I'm hoping mm. maybe this weekend. I just need to get my ten pack for the season of Puzzle Quest first. I have I haven't got around to even picking it up yet. I've been too busy. So, since since we're on video games, I do have a little more Marvel news. Today mm-hmm. is one of the greatest days in the history of the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was announced today, something that I knew that was coming, I just didn't know when, that Howard the Duck is joining Puzzle Quest. It's an April Fool, Chip. No, it isn't. <laughs> no, it isn't. Uh, it, he was supposed to be what Joe Fletcher told me when I was at, at Comic Con was he was originally going to be um, the anniversary character this year. Mm-hmm. I think they're just trolling you, Chip. <laughs> There's a f- there. It's real, Andy. Mark my words. <laughs> okay. Next week, okay. starting April seventh. We get I get, I will be working on getting Howard the Duck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we'll see. So, all right. Yeah. So, there's no no other no other news or anything. No other news. Nothing that we want to chant. Nothing that we even want to take a guess on whether or not it's true tonight. Exactly. <laughs> It, it, it's a tough day to do a podcast, you know. Mm, yep. Because you don't know what to believe. <laughs> yep, it's probably a tough day to listen to a podcast as well because you don't know what to believe. Although, uh, now, uh, we anything that we've said except probably Chip's uh, Hell the Duck thing and our Kardashians thing at the beginning is all true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they, they even did... Uh, there was a commercial on the news tonight that they were showing uh, mm-hmm. election insurance, so that if uh, right. your cl- if your uh, if your candidate doesn't get elected uh, and you leave the country, a way to insure your house. Okay. <laughs> until until he's gone. <laughs> so. 
All right. Why don't we get into the episode, Andy? Yeah, let's get into uh, Season 3, Episode 14 of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which was called Watch Dogs. So this episode started out with a hacker by the name of Aiden Pierce hacking into um, everything and causing chaos in a massive open world. And oh no, no wait, sorry, that's that's the video game. That's that sorry, horrible wait. video game. <laughs> yeah, that's that really long, boring video game. It's actually okay, but it's yeah. long boring. It's Assassin's Creed modern day. It kind of, yeah, kind of. Far Cry in the City. Uh, again, kind of. It's, Ubisoft, it's just a Ubisoft game. They, they make all the same games. But anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about. Uh, we are here to talk about uh, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, episode, which is by the, uh, the same name as that, Watch Dogs, uh, which is in re- reference to the Watch Dogs, who are like a group of uh, kind of... They're a group of like anti... Uh, anti-alien people sort of thing. Anti, they're not against heroes per se, really. I, I wouldn't have said. They're Probably against they aliens. They're against aliens and Avengers and uh, everyone, <laughs> basically. But yeah, so this episode kicks off with uh, Mac, who's also known as Alfie in <laughs> this episode, which I thought was funny, um, and his brother fixing their motorbikes. Uh, Mac tells his brother to never ride his bike ever. And he's been pretending to his brother that he's an insurance guy. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ins- insurance yes. guy, yeah. Uh, I don't see Mac as an insurance guy, do you? He'd be a badass insurance guy. <laughs> yeah. He'd be, uh, he he'd be, brother- a, he'd be in my unit. <laughs> yeah. Me and he Mac. Brother- <laughs> oh, me and Mac. Chip and Mac. Bad cop uh, and bad brother- cop. <laughs> you can decide which one is which. Yeah. Uh, he tells uh, his brother that management is out of control at his job and th- times are tough just now and new people are coming in every day with no experience and that two of his buddies just got transferred and he's very sad about it. Uh, we also find out that Mac's brother has just been laid off from his job. Uh, Max's brother has a horrible dog ornament in his house, which is left to him by their parents. Who I assume their parents are dead now. I, I didn't. No, didn't no. Catch that? Or they're, they're in a nursing home, or something like that. No, they moved to a condo. Okay, or like sheltered housing sort of thing. Uh, I kind of took it to be. It could, it could be elder housing, but I yeah. took the, I took it that you know they they just moved into a smaller place. You know. The, uh, they're older. They didn't need uh, all the hassles. You're just learning of owning a house. <laughs> you know, so, you know. Not, for those that don't know, Andy got a house uh, earlier this week, and uh, so that inv- so now you get to do yard work and repairs. And mm-hmm. I know you've already started some of that, and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and renovations and just keeping up a house. You get older, a lot of people want to move into a place where you don't have to, you know, the lawn is mowed for you. You're not the guy who has to worry about trimming the hedges and all that shit's done done uh, by the association. So I took it that, because I don't think they're that old. I would guess his parents are probably in their late 50s, early 60s. Mm. And so they're probably still fairly active. They just... They don't want, you know, their their kids all grew up. That it was only the two of them. They didn't need the big place anymore. 
That's true. But yeah, um, Mac's brother is going to cook them a couple of giant steaks. Did you see how big those steaks were? I they did were not. Ab- I, did, I missed the scene. I'm sorry. They were they were enormous. Like he pulls like a couple of steaks out of the fridge, and these things are like as these things are like bigger than Mac's head. Absolutely enormous. I was like, I want steak. I want steak. <laughs> and, and I know it's uh, Tiger Claw's favorite foods from uh, the, because he he told us that in Mitomo, the new. Uh, not 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 a game from Nintendo that's out on uh, smartphones now, Chip. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so Mac, Mac sticks on the news while his brother starts to prep the food. Um, and we see the the watchdogs hitting an ATCU building. Uh, they say, oh, we are the watchdogs, you will obey. And they shoot these uh, implosion bullets at the facility. And it implodes. Now, it this totally reminded me of uh, Agent Carter season one. Um, if you remember the Roxxon implosion, mm-hmm. um, Mac is like quite shocked by this, and uh, but his brother thinks that it's awesome. Cool. You're like, cool. They just killed like fifty people. That's awesome. No, it's really not. Like, <laughs> I'm quite sure those people were just. They are doing their jobs. Like what? I don't see in what world that is awesome. But okay, his, his brother's got a bit of a warped sense of awesome. <laughs> I think. Yeah. You there? Yeah. Okay. Um, yep. Yep. Yeah. But Coulson calls Mac and tells him that he needs to go to the facility, and Mac makes excuses and to his brother and leaves. Uh, Daisy and Fitz head there to meet him. Um. This is the watchdog's first attack. Before this, all they'd done was like basically spout rhetoric online. Uh, Lincoln is back at base from his assessment, but he's to set this mission out. Um, Colson does have his assessment, but is being coy about it. Uh, Fitz works out that the bombs had uh, nitramine in them, um, which obviously, if you remember back to Agent Carter, it was. A nitramine bomb that Howard Stark had been working on and whatnot. Uh, But Fitz has a way to uh, neutralize these bombs with uh, sodium hydrogen acetate. What the fuck is that? (laughs) Uh, Mac wants to take the debris back to base to study it. And Fitz says to him, oh, have you been working out? Because it weighs 100,000 tons. Yeah, I'm not going to lift that. Because it is it, like a big ball of a building. Yes, it's the entire building in the size of something probably a, probably about the size of a basketball. Maybe a little bigger, but not much. See, I thought it was quite a bit bigger than that because it was in like the mm. crater of the building. Mm. I mean, I, I would have said it was more about the size of like a wrecking ball. Okay, I can, I can work with that. But yeah, still, I mean, I don't know. I imagine Matt could have lifted it even if it was just a round concrete ball of that size but uh, like if they, they could do easily tow something like that back to base or ship it there but uh, uh, <laughs> if it weighs 100,000 tons no <laughs> probably not although if you remember the Roxxon implosion they did get that back to the uh, SSR headquarters somehow maybe this is a more concentrated nitro mine could be but I mean that was the that was the whole whole like uh, rocks on building. Yeah, and true. So, 
there is a way to get it back, but uh, they just didn't have the logistics for it at that point in time. Uh, Daisy reports a listen to Colson, and uh, Colson says that he knew someone who was uh, once who was keen on improving the original formula for nitramine. Mm-hmm. And it turns out this is none other than Agent Blake, who, if you remember back, we saw him in season one. Mm-hmm. Um, he was kind of somebody that was on the same level as Colson, and he touched Lola. And he and Deathlock broke his back for touching Lola, so don't touch Lola. <laughs> Just remember that. That's why we remind you: if you touch Lola, bad things will happen to you. Uh, but yeah, seemingly he's recovered from Deathlock breaking his spine. Uh, if you remember, Agent Blake was also the one that was in uh, Item Forty Seven, the one shot. Yeah. And he was also uh, he was like Colson. He was Colson's like partner, wasn't he? At yeah. times. Yeah. Well, either him or Sitwell. Yeah, the the three of them were kind of buddy buddies back at back in the good old shield days. <laughs> uh, we see Simmons uh, doing some target practice. Uh, we find out she blames herself for the death of the Inhumans that Lash killed after she released him. Um, May tells her that it's not her fault, which is not really. I mean, she didn't kill them. Like no, <laughs> and I mean. It's hard to know if those humans were good than humans or bad than humans because we didn't actually get to see what who they, who they were or what they did. She did what she needed to to survive, and yep. La- you know Lash uh, was sort of a friend of them up until this incident. Yeah, especially especially when he was when he was being Andrew. Yes, like. And he offered to protect her, and mm-hmm. he didn't say anything about killing any Inhumans. So she she wasn't to know, you know. You can kind of go a little bit with Gemma's naivety on that one. Uh, we find out that <laughs> oh, Max says that uh, Max tells Daisy that he used to hate all of this alien crap. <laughs> He's like, oh, I don't anymore. I like you, <laughs> to Daisy. Uh, Daisy's been tracking the watchdogs for a while, and uh, she knows where some of them are. They're certainly the ones that comment online anyway, and she wants to pick one of them up, basically for a shakedown. Yeah. However, Mac reckons that Daisy probably shouldn't be using her powers against them like that. and Because what about the civil liberties? But they blew up a building. They killed people. Yeah. And he says it's not about how they act, it's about how we respond. And in fairness to like the most of the people that comment online, they're probably not the ones who blew up the actual building. What? Uh, oh, the ones that she's getting to shake down? Yeah. And mm, you know, I mean, this this gets into the whole terrorist thing. If you know, mm-hmm. you know, whether or not uh, I don't know your neighbor's a member of ISIS or not. Uh, if he knows something that could, you know, that regarding either the murder of all the people in that building or uh, potential threats coming up, I, I, you know, I think you gotta. Gotta talk to him. Yep. Um, they, they kind of have a moral obligation to, mm-hmm. re- I would say, report it. And, but, but, I mean, you go into the whole, like, several liberties and all that. And mm-hmm. if you, I don't know if you follow the news, chat, but if you were, like, following along with that, um, the uh, iPhone thing. Right. The government wanted to unlock an iPhone to find out about some terrorist thing. I mean, this is, like, mm-hmm. it's all kind of parallels with, like, like with real life stuff, you know, it's it's the big questions. 
Um, yeah. Right, and on, on, it's it's a it's a very. I, I really don't want to go around politics in this show, but uh, I don't know exactly what they expected to find on that phone. Um, and the idea of the government being able to hack anybody's phone is is kind of scary. But at the same time, if they're able to get information that prevents other disasters and atrocities like this, mm-hmm. it's hard to say uh, that they shouldn't have access. Yeah, and I mean, it's it's kind of that like that sort of thing is kind of a less intrusive thing. And what Daisy is doing here, like doing a shakedown, like, uh, and I, I don't know if you watched Twenty Four, but like, mm-hmm. this kind of reminded me of Twenty Four because Jack Bauer is like forever torturing. Uh, Jack Bauer is the man. Jack Bauer's my hero. <laughs> yeah. Jack yeah, Bauer exactly. for president. Fuck Trump. Let's get Jack yeah, fuck fucking Trump. Bauer in there. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Jack, like, like she's kind of goes a little bit Jack Bauer, and she's like, well, this guy might be innocent but he also might know information mm-hmm. so i need to go and speak to him to get this information out of him and i might need to shake him down a little bit mm-hmm. scare him but yeah um mac wants absolutely no part of it he's like nope you're infringing on civil liberties and like this is kind of also drawing a parallel i think with like civil war and stuff like that yeah. and I, I think i think we're going to see the, like this kind of theme go on uh, for the rest of the season now, certainly up until Civil War, and then we'll have the fall of Civil War after that. So Daisy says to Fitz, okay, Fitz, you're with me. And he's like, am I? <laughs> so Fitz is obviously kind of questioning whether or not he should go along with this or not as well. Um, meanwhile, Colson and Lincoln go after Blake. Uh, they had to check out his safe houses. Uh, Colson isn't happy with Lincoln's assessment. Um, Matt gets back to his brother's house and his brother is drunk and is annoyed at him. Uh, we find out that he's upside down on his mortgage, but he didn't call Mac for monies. He uh, he just wanted to hang out with him, like they'd always talked about. Uh, I, I assume because of Mac's job, he doesn't get to see his brother a, a whole lot. and uh, This is his vacation time that he's taking and he wants he wants to spend as much of it as possible with his brother. Uh, his brother tells him that the uh, the system is rigged and they they want to keep you down and he was just basically saying that the government totally sucks you motherfucker and you either rise up in protest or you fall down in chains which is a direct quote from the watchdogs <laughs> and Max like uh, he says to Mac that oh, I go online <laughs> everyone goes online <laughs> um, so Mac tells him to stay away from the watchdogs because obviously he knows that they are bad people and that he's basically going to shut them. He's, his his uh, work is trying to shut him down. Uh, meanwhile, May invites Simmons to help her track down Lash, uh, tells her to channel her anger anger and guilt into finding him. And that's how, uh, that's how she deals with it. Uh, however, Simmons tells her that she's been looking in the wrong place. <laughs> Alright, Simmons, you're smart. Okay, we get it. Uh, Lincoln. Hmm? No, I mean it, it, it was one of those awkward Simmons moments, and she caught herself, and it was it was cute. <laughs> uh, Coulson tells Lincoln that his evaluation said that he's not committed; like he's only there for Daisy, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's also got some control issues and has problems following orders. 
as we've seen when he was like ordered to stop uh, attacking Crusher Creel and uh, and Lash previously. Uh, he he interrupts Coulson in amongst this and like Coulson shoots him down, like puts him in his place. Uh, Coulson tells him that he's the only member of the team that's not been vetted by him and. Uh, Coulson will decide if he gets to be an agent or not. Understood? Yes, sir. <laughs> hey, so Coulson, you know, he, Coulson's right in this in this case. He, you know, he needs. He's put this team together. He knows who works well together. Um, and this guy's a bit of a wild card, and he doesn't know enough about him. Yep, and, and I, I think he's. Like, and he's Daisy's boyfriend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, her, yeah, yeah, think, and, and him being her pseudo-dad. Mm, that's true. He's very protective of her. <laughs> yeah, so I suppose he's vetting him for mm-hmm. the team as well as to see if she's mm-hmm. if he's good enough for Daisy. Right. He's not. <laughs> he's not good enough. <laughs> no one is. <laughs> okay, um, Creeper, keep going. <laughs> I'm speaking uh, from Coulson's perspective. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, uh, Daisy ambushes uh, a dude whose name is Dallas who's driving his car and gets in his car. <laughs> uh, she, he's apparently been talking about rounding up freaks online and uh, she's like, oh, here I am. I'm one of these freaks. So what are you going to do? So I think it was very, very weird. Um, it was ballsy. Daisy, it was definitely ballsy. Um, probably too ballsy, I think. Mm. Uh, Daisy threatens him and breaks his windows in his car until he tells her where the watchdogs meet, which is in East Erling Farms. So Daisy and Fitz head there and they call Mac and <laughs> she's very vague about where she got the information from. Well, because um, Matt's, I- Matt's all butthurt. Yeah, he is. Uh, she did. Um, she did not hurt the redneck. She, she didn't hurt him. She, she blew out his windows. She cost <laughs> yeah, him a little money, but uh, yeah. she she did she did not lay a finger on him. See, you know, if she if she'd like broken his windows, right, mm. and then like if you'd seen her leave the car, be like, okay, thanks for telling me the information, and then giving him the money to repair his car. Then, then, then it all would have been square with the world. But I guarantee she didn't give him any money to repair no. his car. No, I mean, it's kind of part of the shakedown. I mean, uh, something's got to get damaged. Mm-hmm. And the trauma as well. The the guy yeah. could have flashbacks mm-hmm. for the rest of his life. It was, it, it was got, a different he... different side to Daisy. I like the Jack it. Bell side. No, I'm not sure if I like it or not. We'll see how much, how far they go with it. Like, if they've got her doing, like, shakedowns all the time, like, I think that's probably going to be detrimental to her character, but I don't think it's going to happen too often. No, I don't think you have to worry about it. No. Uh, Mac's brother comes home and apologizes to him, but Mac can't have lunch with him because he has a thing. Uh, Simmons and May work out that Lash is driven by animalistic-based instincts, and basically he's seeking out victims. Um, Simmons asks May what she's going to do when they catch up with him. May's going to kill him. 
he's going to die. Uh, Simmons offers to give her the the vaccine that they've been that her and Fitz have been creating uh, from absorbing man's blood uh, to try on him, uh, but she says no. Don't give me hope, Gemma. I don't want hope. And and to be honest, she's kind of right because he's like he's essentially a serial killer at this point. And if she was to give him the vaccine, which basically what the vaccine does is it stops people turning into into uh, it stops the inhuman gene from performing the transformation. Um, Andrew's still going through the transformation, mm-hmm. supposedly. I, I think he's fully transformed at this point. But uh, but they think that he might still be salvageable if they were to inject him. Um, I, I, like, like I said, I don't think that's the case. But I don't think that Andrew would want to be uh, kept like that anyway. Like, see if you tran- see if you inject him and put him back to Andrew, he's going to remember all the shit he's done as Lash, like killing all those people. And he, the sort of guy he was before before he was affected by the inhuman gene, he would not be happy with like what he'd done. So you'd probably prefer it if maybe it was to kill him. Mm, I disagree. Uh, well, oh. I mean, I understand where May is coming from. Because mm-hmm. she doesn't want, I mean, she doesn't want to uh, have false hope, uh, get her, you know, get her hopes up and then uh, have to make the decision at the afterwards that it's just not working. There's nothing else we can do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she has herself resigned and uh, to the situation and and the way to resolve it. And that's what's going to happen. And giving giving people false false hope, or uh, telling her that there may be another way, and uh, isn't going to work because all you're going to do is devastate her more. It's um, I don't know. I guess it's kind of like if well, if you know, if you had a sick relative, or even you know, a yeah. sick pet. Unfortunately, you know when it's time. Well, usually sick pets and sick relatives aren't like going around the country mothering loads well, of people. But... Yeah, <laughs> but, but I mean, you, I mean, what Andrew has is a sickness, allegedly. Mm-hmm. Uh, that or it's at least that's one way of looking at it or trying to put, uh, you know, uh, polishing a turd. Um, mm. So. Looking at it that way, yeah, you're. There's really no other options. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I, th- I think he needs to die. There's no no way out for him. No way back. Um, do you think? Do you think they'll catch up with him this season? I don't know. I. It w- they got a lot to do in the next few weeks. If they're doing it, it's going mm-hmm. to have to be um, fairly quickly. Yeah, like next week. <laughs> and I don't think it's next week. We'll, we'll see. I, I predict he shows up next week. Um. So, yeah, Mac, Daisy, and Fitz arrive at the farm. Uh, they take out two guards and... Uh, Fitz sets his drone off to have a gander to see what they're up to. 
inside this farm building. Uh, we we hear that Blake is there. We hear his voice, and Daisy texts Colson, and he gets it on his Apple Watch thing. Uh, I think it's an Apple Watch anyway. Most of the phones seem to be iPhones in the show. It does remember look the like one an Apple Watch. Yeah, remember the one with the ridiculous battery? Yeah. <laughs> How long did it last? Like a thousand days? <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, Blake's there, confirmed by audio voice. Um, and they are told to observe, don't attack. Uh, so they've just to monitor the situation and see what Blake is up to. However, they unfortunately can't do this because... Ruben, Mac's brother, arrives on his bike and the watchdogs obviously hear it and run outside. Uh, Daisy quakes some of them uh, to to stop them like attacking him or shooting him. And However, the watchdogs don't see Daisy. They only see Mac and his brother and they think it was Mac that did the quaking. Uh, Mac's brother like spins around his bike and leaves and Mac goes after him. Uh, Daisy then heads in to try to take out Blake. However, he has disappeared. Whilst that's going on, Coulson and Lincoln get to one of Blake's safe houses, and uh, Blake is everywhere, including at this safe house. Uh, Coulson says to him, "You've you've recovered well." And Blake quips back, "Says the man who came back from the dead." So he, pretty funny. He, he can't get away from that, can he? <laughs> no, he cannot. <laughs> Everybody has to bring it up. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, yeah, I was dead once. Thanks for reminding me. It was horrible. <laughs> now I'm back. Just let it go, guys. <laughs> uh, at the farm, Fitz gets shot by one of the soldiers with the nitromine. Uh, sorry, by one of the watchdogs. They're, they're not soldiers. Um. Daisy injects him with the uh, sodium stuff, but it just slows the reaction down. Um, I need to think of a more creative solution to solve it. Uh, at the safe house, Blake thinks that there had had been no shield ever, only Hydra. Which is sort of true, but now there's shield. Like, Coulson is shield, and Nick Fury is shield, and with his flown about with his helicarrier and whatnot. Uh, Blake calls Blake calls Coulson a freak in amongst this, which is was a bit weird. And he also doesn't think that Shield should be working with these freaks. Uh, he, he comes out with like this speech about how they brought the Chitari to Earth and how he was taken out by Deathlock and how the Avengers created Ultron and all this. And he t- he says that he's just trying to make the world a safer place. A lot of nice tie-ins in one little speech. Yeah, a few cool little tie-ins, and. Uh, but Coulson can sense that something is a bit off here and that Blake is seemingly just stalling because it's not like him to uh, cut out with speeches. He doesn't normally give speeches like this. He tends to interrupt you. Uh, Daisy can't quake off Fitz's bomb thing that's on his neck. Uh, however, they, her and Fitz uh, capture one of the watchdogs and they pop inside the containment unit. And she kind of quakes the watchdog a little bit like so this is her again using her powers against uh well this guy's not quite innocent he is one of the actual watchdogs <laughs> who's like it was at least involved in uh imploding that building so he's at least an actual bad guy so you can you can quake him 
they they kind of made a big deal about her quaking him though, because he's a prisoner. But I mean, I think she was okay to quake him because he's he was an actual bad like a bad guy. Uh, so the watchdog guy tells them that the nitrogen is suspended, uh, so if it works out, they can freeze it with liquid nitrogen. Uh, Daisy gets some from the containment unit and freezes the bomb. Um, and Fitz manages to kind of peel it off, basically. Uh, at the safe house, Coulson holsters his weapon and says that, well, they have another bit of a discussion about hate and things, and Coulson says that hate's a good motivator and uh, points at Lincoln and says, this guy, he's filled with hate. He wants to hurt you. <laughs> and Coulson then changes his orders for Lincoln to kill Blake. And says, do the wrong thing for the right reason. Take him out. And Lincoln's kind of reluctant about it and dissenting, but does eventually agree and zaps him. And it turns out that the the Blake was actually a hologram. And he wasn't there at all. Right. Uh, Coulson had, yeah. I, I really liked this scene because uh, Lincoln f- freaked out. Because... Mm. You know, and and it you know even I kind of did a sideways look at Coulson, saying, "Huh? Because this isn't the Coulson we knew. This is you know, I mean, yes, we've seen the cold-blooded Coulson on uh, Mavath, but um, this was it's like, okay, did he really change all that much that he's becoming this heartless uh, killer?" And it, uh, I was like, "Huh?" And so, so I was kind of with Lincoln there, and then, you know, uh, and I'm here. Is this some type of test? What are they doing? And then, mm-hmm. uh, I just, yeah, you know, like I said, I, 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 I was a little shocked by it too. And then, he, and then he did it, and then it's like, okay, well, did Lincoln pass or fail the test? <laughs> You're telling me you want me to to follow orders, but at the same time keep my powers in check. And now you're telling me kill the guy in cold blood. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Coulson did know that it was a hologram. He said that there, there was lag because uh, Blake usually interrupts you all the time, and uh, he just wasn't doing that here. He also he also says that Lincoln did well. Um, he was like, he was kind of dissenting, but at the end of the day, he when he was ordered to, to pull the trigger, he did it. Uh, he did as ordered, um, even if he didn't quite go for a kill shot. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Matt gets back to his brother's place, and he kind of he tells his brother basically the truth about his job and inhumans being around and stuff like that. Um, Lincoln and Coulson work out that Blake was keeping Coulson distracted from the other team whilst uh, yeah basically while the watchdogs were trying to capture a powered person to in order to kill them uh, the watchdogs to this end have gone after Mac because they thought he was the powered person in order to capture and kill him I assume they were going to like capture him and then kill him on TV I don't see how that furthers their cause very much to be honest like if you kill people on TV, it looks very bad, regardless mm-hmm. of who or what it is. Uh, the watchdogs arrive at Max Brothers House and they torch their bikes, which was just 
horrible because these are obviously these bikes that the guys have been working on for a long time. They're like their prized possessions, and like bike guys love their bikes. And oh, you you just make mm. them mad. <laughs> uh, the watchdogs then storm the building. Uh, Mac walks at those five guys, and he grabs a shotgun. That's his his dad's old shotgun. However, there are no actual shotgun bullets, just birdshot. Right. Um, Mac Mac tells his brother that he's just a mechanic. Uh, he, he he hates this kind of stuff. <laughs> Everybody does have to do it now and again at his job. He uh, he trips the breaker for the lights and he shoots one guy. He gives his brother an assault rifle and tells him that if it moves, shoot it. Uh, Mac gets in a kind of scuffle with one of the watchdogs and smashes his head with uh, the dog ornament thing we saw earlier. And his brother shoots at another watchdog who is up the stairs and kind of scampers off. He doesn't hit him at all, though. He he just he runs away, kind of scared. Um, they work out that two watchdogs are still waiting outside, covering their escape route. And the watchdog who was upstairs comes down and shoots Mac in the arm. Uh, Mac uses a butcher's knife to take him out. And then he finally gets to make his shotgun axe. Which <laughs> wasn't quite so much a shotgun axe. It was more of a shotgun and knife duct taped to the end of it. Like it wasn't as cool as it sounded. Did, did, it was, did but it, he, it, 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 he did it. He made the shotgun axe. Yeah, he could have made it better though with an actual axe. <laughs> he had. It wasn't he, quite he had what to, I had in Hey, this this was improv, man. They didn't have an axe in the kitchen, but they did have a nice. <laughs> no, they, no. they did have a nice meat cleaver. <laughs> yeah, meat cleaver. That's the one. Yeah, which is a butcher's knife. But uh, this is a a meat cleaver is definitely <laughs> the uh, description for that because it was a fucking huge knife. Uh, the two, the last two watchdogs uh, break into the house, and Deedee's brother managed to take them out. Mostly Mac, but his brother does put up not a bad little fight. And after his work is done, Mac passes out. Uh, Shield comes to clean up, and uh, well, they don't come to clean up. Shield takes Shield comes to take the wounded watchdogs into custody, and an ambulance takes Mac away. And Daisy tells Mac's brother that damage control will clean up. Yes, which obviously isn't reference to like damage control or the kind of cleanup crew of the uh, Marvel universe. Mm-hmm. And there, it's been heavily rumored that we're getting a TV show based on them, a comedy. Now, I think we've we've spoken about it a couple of times previously, but this is the first direct reference to them in the MCU. And sorry, the second direct reference to them in the MCU because we have seen them uh, on one of these TV reel things before, where uh, where it's flashed along the bottom like something about damage control. Okay. And this is the this is the one that had the gang war in in uh, Hell's Kitchen uh, on uh, the TV thing. No, no, that was in an. Like, no, we'll, that was, that in, was in this episode. Yeah. We'll, we'll, but we'll get to that. Um, there was a, uh, there was one in. I think it, I can't remember if it was an earlier episode of, Shield or if it was in like the Avengers or something like that, where there was like damage control on like one of those, uh, real things. But yeah, um, Daisy is going to take Mini Mac to see Big Mac. And one, uh, uh, we then get the uh, 
the after credit scene where we see that one of Malik's guys picked something up from the facility and his license plate was 429YRT. Mm-hmm. 42 in there. Always, always worth pointing out. Um, the driver of this van delivers it to Blake, who is in a wheelchair, obviously because Deathlock broke his back. He's not recovered from it, and like we know, he, the versions of him standing about were holograms. Uh, Mac Malik's inhuman advisor is there. Uh, I believe his name is like Mister Guy Guy Reese or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, He's there for the handover of what looks very much like a nuclear warhead. Uh, that's the end of that episode. Uh, yeah, I was like, whoa, that's that's a pretty big ordinance to give to a redneck uh, extremist group. Mm-hmm. A nuclear warhead. So, what do you think he's going to do with that nuclear warhead? Well, we don't know if it's a nuclear warhead. It is a missile of some type, mm. which means it could be a delivery system for who knows what. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I think it's a delivery system for? Some the type Stanford of Stanford incident. Um, it's not gonna. Obviously, it's not. It's not gonna be referenced in the movies. Like they're staying away from that, and I don't think that they're gonna kill hundreds and hundreds of children, like in in the comic book. I don't think that's probably a, a bad move for a TV show to do that. It brings a lot of negative press, but um, you could still kill like a few people, or like make though make the team responsible for killing a few people, and have the backlash of that as like the. I mean, we know the Stanford incident or this whatever incident isn't going to be the 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 thing that spurs on the civil war. That's going to be totally dealt with from the, what happens in the movies. But it would be cool to have that kind of little tie-in. Uh, what What do you think? <laughs> well, unfortunately, I think uh, it would it it couldn't be a school. It would have to be a nope. mall, um, mm-hmm. a concert, a sporting event. It would have to be something like that because, you know, the school thing probably wasn't a good idea in the first place when they did it in uh, Civil War. But, um, but I mean, the, it's, a, it's a comic book. Like, they, they can kind of get I, away with it there because you know. it's not... No, I mean it's still, it's still a little. Uh, that's a little too fresh. Uh, that that's a fresh wound uh, for a lot of people. Mm. And unfortunately, since we have two or three a year, it's not a wound that closes either. Okay. No. no. So uh, at that point, I I, I can't agree with. Uh, with you on that, I, it it could be something to, in regards to, and the only problem with doing that is, if you're doing civil war in the movies, how does how does uh, a, an incident like Stanford just to keep it, um, 
relevant. How, how does that tie in? What's well? The point? I mean, it ties it. I mean, it, it ties in to what happens in Shield. Like it makes people not like the Secret Warriors team, something like that. I don't, I don't know. Mm. Like, I, I mean, I can't see any other reason why they'd have a big, big bomb. Like, I mean, if if you're going to introduce a big bomb, you're either going to like make it go off or you're going to save it at the last minute. Could it be some type of anti-terrigen thing? The the bomb thing, I suppose. I mean, it was at an ATCU facility, so it could be a sort of massive mass antidote type thing to it. So you, you don't know what it is, because it could be like, literally anything in there. It could be like a guy in the tube, mm-hmm. like, stored there, like a, a supervillain or a superhero, just stored there. I'm just, I'm don't just, tr- I'm, try- I'm trying to think where you would go with this and I, I, I if they're trying to neutralize or remove the the inhuman threat mm. I think you would go with I th- I would be more apt to go with some type of I don't know high altitude uh, thing where they where the you know so release something into the atmosphere, sort of like the original Terragenesis situation, you know, where yep, it got, got bomb, picked yeah. up on the wind currents and uh, moved about. Um, I would think either that or you know into the water, so the fish pick up on that. Maybe I don't know. Um, I, I would be more. I would expect that more so than I would a. A uh, just a random hit hmm. because the goal is not to kill humans. The goal is to kill inhumans. True. That, yeah, very true. I mean, they did kill humans though at the yeah. ATCU facility, so they're not against killing humans. So I don't know. It's it's something to think about. Oh, see, what did you think of the episode overall? It had its moments. There are things I liked. I kind of liked, um, kind of liked the end. Of, the you know when the watchdogs broke into the house and watching Mac uh, take them out. I thought that I enjoyed that. Yeah. I liked I liked the the act the shotgun axe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> The stuff with his brother, yeah. I don't know that 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 wasn't. I didn't think that was well done, but the idea that his brother may uh, come and join Shield is an interesting idea. Yeah, I don't think we want like just some random character to come in though. Like, if someone's going to join Shield, the S.H.I.E.L.D. team at this point, I think we want, like, a name, you know? Like, not just our mini-Mac. Yay. We've already got Mac. Mac is cool. We like Mac. But we don't need another less good version of Mac. No, and I, I would only want it as an occasional character. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I don't think he should be part of the, the Secret Warriors roster anyway. So, no, I agree with uh, you. I, I thought it was a decent episode overall. Um, I did really like the Watch Dogs masks. Like, I thought they were very cool. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why they just looked awesome. <laughs> I really kind of want one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, their masks were cool. Yeah, it's one of the better ones that they they've done for that sort of that sort of thing, and it makes sense as well for like uh, for that type of organization to have a mask. Like, I mean, you look at Anonymous, like in the in the real world, they always wear like the mask. So it's, it kind of reminded me a little bit of that. Um, the effect on it were cool. It was. Nice to have the callbacks to some of the other things in the MCU. Like we had the uh, mentions of Howard Stark and the Nitromine and stuff like that, which is callbacks to Agent Carter. Um, we obviously had the uh, call it to Damage Control mm-hmm. that we are hopefully hope getting a show on that. Um, I'm thinking the Summer our, Series. Yeah, Summer Series would work well. A 20, 20 minute comedy. Whether or not that a comedy works in this universe, mm, I don't know. <laughs> you know, like I mean, they're they're cleaning up after like massive events and where a lot of people have died and things like that. I don't I don't quite see how they turn that into a comedy, but I'm I'm willing to give it a shot at least. And there was also um, we did get a tweet about this as well. There was also a Daredevil reference in there with a reference to uh, the gang wars in Hell's Kitchen and one of the news reels. Which was cool that we kind of this is kind of giving us our time frame for how when Daredevil fits into Shield. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I, I we're getting a little synergy, mm-hmm. but this is a drop in the bucket, guys. Yeah, the, I can't see Daredevil showing up or Punisher. Maybe it would be actually more likely that Punisher would show up than Daredevil. Because I mean, we've seen Shield work with questionable people before. Like we saw them working with like Absorbing Man a few weeks ago, or even Electra. Yeah, well, I, I, I can't, I can't see anything. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. But um, you know, I, maybe I, it, it's got to fit. I guess that's the way the way it is. It, it would have to be something that would fit. Mm. Now, if I mean, and next week's episode looks pretty crazy. Yeah. So next next week's episode, there was like the uh, the teaser for it was shown obviously after the episode, and I get a chance to watch it. And it looks like Daisy's getting some sort of flash forward. Um, and then the base. Usually, when it's a flash forward, it's like try to stop this from happening by doing this. But then what what they end up doing ends up causing the thing in the flash forward. That's <laughs> always the way it happens. But it's it's kind of an intriguing thing because we've not really seen too much of that before in S.H.I.E.L.D. And we did get this shot at the beginning of, well, not the beginning, the uh, mid-season premiere where we saw this, mm-hmm. some S.H.I.E.L.D. uniform in a uh, Quinjet floating above the Earth, seemingly exploding. Right. So we don't know what that's in relation to. Now that there's a, some sort of warhead in, in the mix, though, could be uh, that, that that warhead ends up in that Quinjet. Or the Quinjet intercepts the warhead. Mm-hmm. 
could be. And it takes it out to space and it blows up in space. Could be that. Um, but someone would need to be probably piloting the Quinjet, which is where the, the shoe logo comes into place. Um, but yeah, it looks like a really interesting episode. Now, do you know do you know who the person was that, whose hand that she touched to get that vision? No, I was I didn't get a good look at that. No, because I tried pausing the uh, the trailer a couple of times, and mm-hmm. but you couldn't really see what the guy's face to no. try and like work out who it was. Um, but yeah, the guy seems, looks like he's been captured by like a net, which uh, we did see happen before, and it was uh, Malik that captured the guy with the yep. uh, glasses yep. using like a net like that. So I assume it's Malik capturing this this in- inhuman as well. I assume it's an inhuman. Their net claw or whatever. Yeah, the Hydra net claw. The Hydra net claw. <laughs> comes down in a whoop. <laughs> but yeah, so she's gonna get a vision, and we're gonna we're, we're gonna see some sort of flash forward, which is it's always interesting to see a flash forward. Yeah, that's what they call scenes from next week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I think it was good overall. We'll look forward to next week's episode. So, uh, let me see if I can get the ratings. Yes, and we did get a couple of tweets about this episode as well. Do you have the tweets? Uh, I'm just about to pull them up. Alright, I got the ratings. So, this week, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. up up a tick to a 1.0, which is a Mm -hmm. 3 rating share, which is... 3.2 3.2 million viewers. Uh, once again, third place. It lost to Chicago Med on NBC. And a repeat of NCIS New Orleans. That's not good. <laughs> mm. But again, we know it's, uh, everyone DVRs the show. Right. Yeah, so we, we did get a couple of uh, a couple of tweets. Okay, you got them up? Yes, I got them here. Um, Tim Hernandez, first of all. I, I'm trying to just feed through them because we get, we're get we getting ones about Daredevil Season 2 and like obviously about last week's episode and all kind of mixed in here. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we got one from Tim Hernandez who said that he loved, uh, loved the Daredevil reference in the new sticker. Right. Which we mentioned in that, yeah, it's very cool. Um, James Warren sent us one which is like a picture, but I believe that was from... Daredevil, I think he didn't say anything about it, but I think that was from Daredevil, as far as I can remember. Uh, Tim Hernandez also said damage control reference to whoa. I again, we already spoke of that. Very cool. Um, we'll so see is, if that so show is, pans out or not. So, is that picture supposed to be like a Punisher skull? Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty sure that's okay. a, a scene from from Daredevil season two. That you you you. I'm sure. You, I'm sure you see it when when it comes up. Uh, Rennie te- messages as well, uh, saying uh, maybe in caring would be funny if I wasn't crying on her scenes with uh, Gemma. Such an intense episode. Hashtag Civil War foreshadowing. Hashtag so good. I don't I don't know if she's mean she was crying like as in it was funny or crying as in like it was sad. 
Eshel says, I'm so happy we had a Mac-centric episode, especially one centred in the wrongness and bigotry. He is such a sweet badass. I, I enjoyed, yeah, I enjoyed the Mac uh, episode, but uh, yeah, I guess I see. While there was some bigotry, I think the bigger theme was uh, a government agency crossing lines and st- and the civil li- liberties that they may or may mm. not have uh, impeded. Yeah, I know, but it's like it's like a terrorist organization. It's a really it's a really kind of tough one. Too too big a question for us to answer. You need to go to the uh, the Senate to answer that one. Just remember, people, vote for me for president November. I'm going to take <laughs> yeah. care of all of us. <laughs> yeah. uh, James Warren uh, also. Colson uh, can be my yeah. VP. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, James Warren also tweeted at us. Just watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Watchdogs, a terrorist group with a nuke. Uh, if all you're after is inhumans, that's way overkill. Agreed. Um, like, I, I, I did assume it was a nuke as well, but like as you pointed out, it might not be an actual actual nuke. It might just be like a, some sort of bomb. Or maybe it could be, uh, it could be literally anything in that, in that capsule. I agree. Could be a nose cone for an aircraft. It could be uh, a nose cone for a it, space it, shuttle. It's a ballistic delivery device. <laughs> yeah. Or it could be just a capsule with something inside it. But yeah, that's all the tweets we got. Okay. Uh, we got anything else, Andy? I don't think mm-hmm. so. No, this this no. is our second episode this week. We already covered the news on our earlier episode. I guess we should say for a program note for those listening on All Games, uh, last week we had to take off because I was uh, stranded on a boat in the middle of the Gulf of Mexico. So we had to double mm-hmm. up on episodes this week. We did cover episode, what was it, 12? Um, uh, thir- 13 it was on Okay. We did do it. We did, yeah, cover episode 13 on Wednesday, and that is available on iTunes and Stitcher. Andy got it right up right away for you guys, so you can check that out there. We also spent a good amount of time covering the real news stories, confirmed news stories, and uh, talked a little bit about Batman v Superman there. Yes, we did. So. If uh, this episode seems a little short, it's because we've done two this week. What more do you want? <laughs> so, I think we're done, Andy. Yeah, I think we're done. So, um, w- when you're not uh, keeping up with the Kardashians, Andy, where can people find you? <laughs> so, you can find me on uh, 42 Level 1, Keeping Up With Ali. Uh, we broadcast live on allgames.com every Tuesday, 4.30 Eastern, 1.30 Pacific, and 9.30 Greenwich Mean Time. Uh, we talk all things TV shows, movies, comic books, and mainly video games. However, on uh, last week's episode, we talked mostly Batman v Superman and talked about basically no video games at all. But yeah, you can find all our episodes on allgames.com as well as Stitcher and iTunes. And I can be found every Tuesday night 
also on allgames.com, but at a much uh, more convenient time, 9 p.m. Eastern, uh, on the B-Team podcast where we talk games, we talk tech, we talk movies. This week we did a segment on Batman v Superman. Our segment, though, is spoiler-free, Andy. I should, yeah, it should be noted that uh, 42 Level 1's uh, segment on Batman v Superman is riddled with spoilers, so if you've not seen the movie, do not listen to that episode. Um, and and we, we we do warn people beforehand, so... Good. Uh, I can also be found once a month, maybe more, uh, on The Social Dozen, a podcast that is available on iTunes and Stitcher, which uh, f- three or four hosts from a group of 13 get together, were randomly thrown together and given knives and told to reenact the Hunger Games on hot topics of the day and so far it's been a lot of fun um i know i've done three so far i think i've done like two four and six Mm. and i think i'm doing eight so uh but uh six just went up uh check it out it's a lot of fun We, we just we just shoot the shit and some of it's a lot of it's nerd related i wouldn't say it's game or comic book or movie centric but that's what that's what a lot of us are into. So that's comes up quite frequently, and it's a fun show to listen to. And I I like doing it because uh, there's things that you know, like talking agents of Shield. I can only do that for a little bit on the B team, and I can only do video games. You know, we only touch on video games briefly here on Agents of Shield. There's a whole bunch mm-hmm. of other things I like to shit on too. <laughs> And this gives me a place to sh- this. This is my toilet to shit on those topics. <laughs> Sean Freeman's going to kill me, but <laughs> <laughs> so check it out if you get a chance. Um, we will we will be back to our regular schedule next week. Andy and I are still in the talking stages of when we're going to do uh, Hell's Kitchen cast. Uh, Men with Fear. I have a feeling it's late May at this point, but uh, it's a great way to fill the summer, Andy. Absolutely, yeah. So, and, uh, and you're think, now now that you're a homeowner, you're busy for the next few months. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> but you know, we will keep you guys apprised when we want to start doing that. Um, but like I said, we we want to make sure that you get a quality shield cast every week, and not two guys that are sick of talking to each other. Uh, <laughs> yeah, to do things. So we will see you guys next week, and I don't care what Kanye tells you to do, whatever you do, Kanye's wrong. It it's not okay. Don't touch Lola. Night, guys. <laughs>